it's Thursday. Uh, I'm following directions. It's February 25th, I think. Um, meant to check that. And uh, I'm confused about <sighs> four miles. Uh, I'm confused about what is basically the most predictable event ever. Okay, so um, first off, well, let me let me let you know what I'm doing here. Um, I am doing DoorDash, and I've wanted to do a, sh a show the last few weeks to kind of like you know just talk about fun stuff. You know, I, I folks, I want to talk to you about. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and like the stuff that my wife and I have figured out and the stuff she's like, I don't think you're, you're crazy. And the stuff I'm like, you're, you know, you're crazy, but we don't mean it in like the mentally ill way. We mean it in like the, you know, like to believe this, you have to have a not exceptional grasp on reality, um, which we should probably figure out a better word for, but you know, we're all trying to get, be better a little at a time. But the problem is that the world is actually crazy. And when I say that, I mean mentally ill. Um, we're in a situation in our world right now where uh, a sovereign nation, this is 20, 2022, the year 2022, and a sovereign nation is attacking another sovereign nation. Now, I said up top, most predictable thing ever. So let's talk about Vladimir Putin. Um, I'm not going to have dates at the ready. I'm not going to have very specific elements at the ready. But I have studied this guy um, and, and researched this guy and Oh boy, it is real interesting. Um, let me just say this. If you wanted to make as close as you could possibly come to a real world James Bond villain, Vladimir Putin would be it. I mean, even the fucking name, Vladimir Putin, you can, you can hear any of the James Bonds, even the Australian one saying, oh, Mr. Putin, Mr. Mr. Putin. Um, that's, that's my attempt at a lesson B, trying to do an English accent. <laughs> Good night, Mr. P Putin. I'm James Bond. Um, <laughs> lessons B is my favorite bond. Um, don't, don't, don't at me. Um, or at me for 
other stuff that's more important than who likes the, which James Bond. So, uh, all right. Vladimir Putin, born poor. Um, Soviet Union years. Um, when he was born, uh, I think it was either just around the declining years or, or just after the passing of Joseph Stalin. Um, now Stalin is, you know, Stalin's, uh, uh, presence in the Soviet Union was felt for a long time afterwards. Um, the, the fact that he wore military regalia throughout his, uh, time as leader of the, of the Soviet Union, um, was, was very much a flex, you know, is what we, what we would call now. And so even, you know, after he passed away, um, I hate, hate the term pass away. I've been saying this lately. Uh, even after he fucking died, um, the Soviet Union, the, the USSR was really very much in, under this shadow of this individual who had caused an immense amount of strife. Uh, uh, you know, the, the amount of people that he sent to their death, it has not been duplicated. Um, that's, and think about that. Think about the, the terrible things that people have done over the decades the monstrous things and you know you think of you think of you know all right um i'll do that um you know but you think of of uh, of nazi germany and sure enough you know nazi germany was right on main port road. Um, sure enough, Nazi Germany was, you know, real, real bad. I mean, that was a lot of, of murder that happened. Um, you know, Malaysia, like, like all these places, but there is a real good chance. And, you know, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we, we don't have a running tally. Um, you know, we, we just don't. It's, it's just a whole thing. Um, but what I can tell you is that, uh, uh, Stalin, Stalin's shadow lasted for a long, long time for the Soviet people. Um, among them was, was young, young Mr. Putin. Uh, Putin, um, joined the army. Um, he served in some uncertain way. Um, it, it's not entirely clear, like what, where, what division, I mean, it's noted what divisions he served, but he, he clearly, there's elements of his background in that regard that are, uh, hidden. Um, he, the, the, the people have kind of kept that or someone <laughs> has, kept certain elements of his, of his military service 
from the public eye. Um, he was recruited from the military into the KGB. Um, and that's, you know, another reason why people think he might have been up to something dark. I mean, darker than, you know, being a soldier and killing people. Um, not that that's the only thing soldiers do, but, you know, soldiers fight and kill. And that's, that's kind of the, the primary purpose of the term soldier. Um, and he was busy doing some other shit too, you know, is kind of the, the, the surmise. Um, so, but that's, you know, he went into the KGB, uh, he served in the KGB, uh, and, and again, in uncertain ways, like his time of service, nobody knows anybody, anybody's details about their service in the KGB. You know, the, the, of course, <laughs> the fucking KGB, like, you know, this isn't, this isn't the Peace Corps here, uh, you don't talk about what you did in the KGB. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, uh, I mean, secret agencies are all kind of a fight club type thing. And this is the fight club to fight club. You know, that's the, the KGB was, um, they, they did some dark shit and they, there, there was a lot of, of stuff that, uh, people who were part of that were responsible for. And, Putin, specifically, um, you know, he he worked in some way regarding. You're all gonna get these like this this, <laughs> this person's uh, directions. Um, uh, you don't know where I started. Um, but, uh, um, so, so Putin did some bad shit. Um, he, hi, I'm Putin, bad guy, did bad stuff for the KGB, likely working for uh, foreign the the, the foreign uh, elements. You know, looking. The customer requested you hand them the order. They added the following instructions: front door, please. Um, and so. We'll get, we'll get into this more. Okay, we're back. Yeah. I got an hour more of this, this run, so. Uh, um, who knows? I don't want to put out an hour-long podcast, but, uh, you know, um, as it is, I probably feel like I have to go through and cut out some of the directions. I don't know. You don't know where this is. Oh, boy. I don't know. I probably need to 
I probably need to do some editing on this audio. Anyways, <laughs> I guess you're going to hear the, the instructions, though, uh, telling me the way back. Um, of course, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm being paranoid. Um, that's the thing. So that's the thing about being autistic is I don't know the right answer all the time. And I just kind of try to make a guess, but I'm like, I believe in privacy. I believe everybody should have a right to privacy. It, privacy is probably one of the things that I value the most about the, the world. Like ju just in general, like I, I demand my own privacy. I, I try to do whatever I can to help other people feel like they can be, they can have their privacy. Um, I don't know. It's telling me to go off on this weird road too. It's not the way I came. I'm going to, I'm going to do it because I like going new ways. Anyways. So Vladimir Putin in the KGP. We don't know what he did, but he probably had a lot to do. This wasn't the dude. Okay, let me clear something up. I think it sounded like when he was in the military, I was saying he was probably involved with murdering people. Um, and what I kind of meant to say was, that's what soldiers do. Like, they don't murder. I mean, you know, soldiers fight wars, and they and you have to kill to do that, that, that kind of thing. I think Putin's involvement was in some other significant sense. Um, and I think it probably had to do along the lines of military intelligence, simply based on how quickly he was scooped up by the KGB and how quickly he was a field op operative. Like, it seems unlikely that they would have been like, um, okay, hey, a guy who is, I mean, it could have been, hey, guy who's badass assassin, we're going to immediately put you into an assassin role. Like, that makes sense, but it, but it, uh, all the signs seem to point to him having gone the route of more intelligence gathering and, um, asset development, uh, there's, I'm using like, um, terms, uh, by the way, there's a, a podcast called intelligence matters. Listen, it's sponsored by Raytheon. Fuck. I know like it sucks. Um, but Raytheon is a thing. And this podcast is fucking great. If you want to learn more about the intelligence community and, and how that works and everything. That's a great resource to have that isn't like <laughs> deep diving into like the hacker community or anything like that. Um, they're, they, they're pretty accurate about things. They're pretty open about anything they can be open about. And they have some pretty, some real good guests on. And um, I'm sure that they're going to have some, I haven't listened in a while, but I'm sure that they're going to have some really great information about Putin and Russia and Ukraine and everything, but, um, but so here's Putin. He is serving, um, and I believe he served in St. Petersburg primarily. Um, I know he was in Moscow for a while. Uh, he got kind of suddenly moved out to St. Petersburg, um, and then served there, uh, for 
the remainder of the Cold War. Now, summer 1991, um, famously, the KGB um, the, 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 the KGB did a, a coup on the, the government. They, they attempted a coup. They, they attempted to do a, you know, hey, you know what? You know who's good at covering spies? We're going to do that. We're going to do a, do a, a coup. Um, uh, it lasted two days, which I guess is twice as long as the, the, the coup that happened in the U.S. So good, good on them. Um, and by the end of the two days, the, the KGB was basically shut down. Now, day one of the coup, um, KGB headquarters, Moscow. Vladimir Putin shows up. He was stationed, until this point, in St. Petersburg. Was he called home? We don't know. We don't know why he was there. Um, what the reports have shown, and this is what I found from several reliable, or at least semi-reliable sources... He, I, at least one reliable source, and then like you know, there's I've I've heard it confirmed here and there, and you know, or read that it's confirmed here and there. I should cite all my shit, but I can cite my shit. Like if you if you're like, hey, you need to prove that this is the case. I'll be like, okay, I found it from this place, and they're owned by this place, and they're owned by by this independent organization that is not a fucking Russian oligarch or somebody. With, this, with their skin in the game and this whole thing. Anyways. He arrives at KGB headquarters. He goes in. The, the coup has already kind of officially begun. Um, he walks into the... the I, 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 by the way, I've said it wrong before. The Kremlin um, wasn't the Kremlin. It was KGB headquarters. Walks in. Spends a few hours in there. And then leaves the same day. Um, one of the accounts that I read that was kind of a less reliable account stated that he went in empty handed and came out with something, um, like a, like a attache or something like that. Who the fuck knows? But, but what I will say is that Vladimir Putin, this is, this is a, a, a well, you know, this is an easily, easily researchable um, thing by a, by a lot of accounts, went into KGB headquarters and came out that same day, and nobody knows what he did in there. He, uh, but, but he, went the well, okay, that's not entirely true. We know one thing he did, he resigned from the KGB. Um, so before the next day, when the KGB was then had held accountable for this this coup against the Russian government, um, he was no longer a member uh, of of the KGB. He had he resigned as of that day, um, and it was at this point that Mr. Putin, uh, a, a poor, like, I mean, I'm hesitant to even call his parents farmers, um, you know. Like, I think they they ran a farm that grew like old shoes, but only on from one foot. I don't know. Like they, but it was, you know, 
this 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 is uh, this is you know. The, They were very poor, um, extremely poor. And he goes in the military and he does some stuff, quote unquote, in the military. Um, goes right into the KGB, does some stuff in the KGB, and um, then uh, goes uh, immediately into politics. Now, the pathway to politics in the United States is many and varied. Anybody can do it. Um, many politicians that we know were lawyers or, or had a legal position. Some came in from the military with distinguished military careers. <clears throat> um, a, handful, a handful even did come in from, uh, you know, come, come into politics from the intelligence or the, the law enforcement community. Um, uh, heck, you know, uh, one of my favorites um, showed up as, uh, you know, was a bartender. Uh, so, you know, um, we are used to people coming into politics from all sorts of places. This is not the case in Russia. And when Vladimir Putin goes into politics, he is immediately very successful and has remained very successful under the auspice of what he refers to and what, what I think he kind of thinks that, that people believe this immense charisma, um, I'm not going to doubt that, that Vladimir Putin probably has some degree of charisma. Um, I look at him and I see a monster. Um, because, you know, he is. Um, and he, you know, he's done a lot of really, really, really bad things uh, as a politician. Um, and nobody just starts doing, goes into politics and says... Um, oh, now I'm going to start doing bad things. Like, they kind of gear up to that. And um, he was the premier for a while. Russia has long... I mean, if you if you look at Russian media and, and um, you know, the stuff that's not sponsored by the state, especially, like, like, when you can get your hands on, like, Russian social media stuff that is unfiltered. Um, you learn that, holy shit, like, these, these are people that are, they want the, they want the full democracy package, you know, they want, they want what America is perceived to have. Um, nobody wants what America actually has, uh, but that's, that's because we don't have what we claim to have, um, but people will often want what America is perceived to have, which is this degree of freedom that is unseen in anywhere in the world, um, and really doesn't exist in, in, in 
So that is what the Soviet people, shit, I said Soviet, that is what the Russian people want. And that is what a lot of people from the different, I, I imagine maybe most from the different uh, former Soviet states want is this protection from autocracy, this ability to to uh, uh, choose their own leaders and to make help make the world better for for themselves. Certainly, I that like that that probably is you know I'm so, I'm I'm. Uh, uh, I'm supplicating here, but like, you know, one of my very good friends comes from Belarus and, you know, I've talked to her a little bit about this and, you know, the, they, they left and they were able to get out and that's really how she describes it. Um, because, um, they wanted what they believed the United States to be. And, and they, they've, their family has kind of discovered that it's not, that, that that's kind of a myth, um, which sucks. And, um, and she's amazing and she's, she takes care of her, her family and, you know, um, and, and she, um, she's just starting to really get a handle on, on things. And I, I hope, I hope she's able to, to get everything. Like now I'm sitting there going, oh, I miss her. Um, <clears throat> but, but, that is, you know, that what I got from her, and I again, again, I may be, you know, miss, miss, characterizing this, but um, is that things were so bad there that that even if it's tough here, that it's still better, and so when that happens, I imagine that the Russian people mostly are like, I want life to be better for me because when people are in pain, they want life to be better for them. When people are happy and healthy, they want life to be better for everybody. Um, there would be those that argue with me, but Vladimir Putin is not the guy that is going to make everybody happy and healthy. Vladimir Putin was the premier, um, lost <laughs> to to uh, uh, a conflicting party whose name escapes me right now <clears throat> um, and and was no longer premier um, and is now uh, you know kind of wrestled the 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 premiership back you know rivals of his, have died under mysterious circumstances that that we know of multiple times, and we, and who knows who has been disappeared? Who knows what what has happened? You know, one of the more, more outspoken people against him recently died, and um and but had been in prison for a long time, and was able to get his message out, um, and and had a ton of support of the people. We. We've been watching this guy do this for a long time, but the last, the thing that makes this predictable, besides all the shit that this guy is an autocrat, that this guy doesn't care about 
about decorum or f fuck decorum. He doesn't care about human rights. Um, he, he, he clearly has the sociopathic, uh, or, or nigh sociopathic approach to the world. Um, and that, that helps to predict, you know, a war right along. But also, this guy has been working with multiple billionaires across the world. And this is Russian money, and this is Saudi money, and this is, um, this is the money of the enemies of free people. I'm not going to say the enemies of America, because, you know, you know, but the, 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 the money of these people, um, has been funneling through Vladimir Putin into multiple, uh, 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 operations that have spread this autocratic message throughout the world. Progressives weren't fucking prepared for it. The progressives were kind of like, hey, things are going pretty good. I mean, you know, we we did we we came went a long ways with 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 Clinton in the in the U.S. Um, Europe was doing pretty well with with progressive politics. <clears throat> was everything perfect? No. Um, the, you know, the opposition would always kind of push back a little bit more. You know, but it wasn't it wasn't to the point where. Uh, uh, people were openly advocating tyranny um, until uh, just a couple of years ago, um, and uh, and that's where we are now. There are people who want a tyrannical thing. Um, and sorry, I thought I had a new order. Um, but I didn't. That's my, yeah, yeah. My pausing here. Um, But, uh, sorry again. Lost my train of thought. Yeah. So, he's been building up all these neo-political forces. <sighs> People that have, have been either tangentially involved with politics um, or... Uh, involved with politics on a, on a level that is um, you know wing nut um, and that is kind of what brings us to Donald Trump um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell one more story I've told this story many times 
Um, and again, I don't have any reference material in front of me. I, I, I do this podcast while I drive. So, you know, um, but again, but you know, listen, feel free to email me and, and ask for references. I may miss your email. I get a, I, because I'm looking for work. I'm getting a shit ton of, of junk email all the time. So, um, you know, but if you put in like in all caps, like, you know, confusion is my superpower question or something like that. Um, I'll look it up. Um, it's doc, doc Um, and the link is in the show notes. Anyway, fucking 1980, oh shit, I, I just flaked on it. I think it was 87. Uh, plan lanes, plan, plan lanes, <laughs> plane lands in, um, Moscow. Uh, it is the Soviet Union, uh, as, as we know it, um, and uh, off this plane, um, probably a private plane, I haven't heard, ever heard it described with that, but I would imagine, so, <clears throat> um, at least I do know, one thing I do know is that there is uh, some degree of privacy um, that someone was hoping for, um, but definitely not uh, one particular passenger on there. One Mr. Donald J. Trump. Uh, he departs the plane. Um, he is then given the VIP tour of Moscow. Um, he gets to go in the Kremlin. He gets to go in the big room in the Kremlin, the, the premier's uh, uh, office. He gets to, um, you know, see all the, the sites. Um, he, it's the, the first place he ever sees a military parade. Uh, while he's in, in Moscow. Um, uh, he also spends some time, uh, uh, and again, these are not fully verified reports, but there are reports out there that he spends a little bit of time in uh, a certain headquarters of a certain Russian intelligence agency. Um, I firmly believe that Donald Trump, Boris Yeltsin, um, not, not Boris Yeltsin, Boris, fuck, Boris Yeltsin was the other guy, uh, the other premier, uh, Boris uh, Johnson, jeez, um, you know, some of these other scum, Bolsonaro, um, um, uh, 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 the Saudi guy, the fucking Israeli guy, the, you know, all these fucking shithead, autocratic, dictator, would-be, uh, you know, fucks have paved the way for Putin to try something that we have never seen in the world. Because Putin has been planning this shit for a long fucking time. And we should have seen it coming. <laughs> we should have we should have fucking seen it coming. Um you know, I can remember in 2016 saying this is, you know, Trump is now president, we're going to have a war. Um it's just going to be a matter of time. Um I, if, if we would be here much sooner, I think if Trump had won 2020, 
if you're out there and you're like, well, what the fuck can I do? Um, um, which I really, I really literally hope that you just thought like, well, what the fuck can I do? I'm going to tell you, um, contact, uh, Congress contact, you know, your Senate contact whomever. Don't just contact yours contact. Listen, the Senate and Congress and, and our representatives are representative of the United States as a people. Contact anyone you can. Put up a form letter and send it to all of them. You know, you know, but I mean, do it one at a time because those go through. Um, but put up a form letter. Um, uh, you know, create a create a create a, a mail merge document on uh, on Excel, and you know, um, then then you just get the name and it just loads up. Um, hell, fucking use uh uh, uh um um. DocuSend. Uh, just go to DocuSend.com. You can use that. You can create a fucking mail merge um, uh, document on there with a list of addresses and then a letter, and then it'll fill in the things that you say. You can do that, and it's there's a cost to it. Um, it's it's eighty cents per. But you want to sell? You want to send stuff to every senator? Hell, fucking do that. Hell, contact me, and we can start donating to a project that will build this. Out of scratch, but we need to start telling our Congress, our leaders, that they need to impose real restrictions. They need to to send a real message. You know, let's be honest here. The fact that the first place that 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 people are going, that leaders are going, is to um, economic restrictions is exactly the thing that Putin and these other oligarchs don't want because they're not going to be able to get their money. And that's fine. Don't impose restrictions. Claim the fucking money. If we know where illegal Russian money is, (coughs) and if it's in a Swiss bank account and we're able to locate it, and we are able to fucking locate it, don't just say you don't have access to it for a while. No, it's ours. You are doing an illegal thing. You are putting the world at risk. Your money belongs to us now. And now, now go ahead and pay your fucking hacker farms. Now go ahead and pay your, your fucking uh, uh, elite death squads that are these trained fucking killers um, from the Organesia. You won't be able to do it. The Russian crime syndicates won't give a fuck about you. In fact, I got bad news. If you aren't able to pay them what you owe them now, (laughs) we don't need to go kill anybody. They're already working with people that are totally willing to kill them. We just have to turn off the money in a permanent way. And so let's do that. Let's, let's push back. Let's be tough. The last two, two podcasts I did, I said, I said, you know, (laughs) no, you move the whole, that, that, that whole thing. Well, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to, to where we draw our line as a people. 
I don't know. This has been long. Thank you for listening. I'm not going to edit that first part. Um, you don't know where her address is because I didn't say the address. And, um, you know, it's it's a lady now. But, it, but there was a bunch of people. They cheered. By the way, they cheered when they got their food. There was a sushi from Wegmans. So they were, like, real excited for that. Um, I'm going to go dash a little bit more. You guys are all amazing. Everybody who listens to this is wonderful. I love you all. Um, I'm going to, again, keep trying to do more of these as, as often as I can and and talk about... I don't want to talk about just serious shit. I want to talk about fun shit. Um, um, but we'll get there. And, uh, and we'll get there together. Um, write me, message me. Uh, you can call, if you have the anchor app, you can call me and leave a message. Um, and I'll put, put that up. Um, I think I might have a couple, so I'll, I'll, I'll put those up. Um, check out the anchor app and, um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I still can't remember how I am these fucking things. <laughs>